welcome back to Hitch Route. We had the super wild card weekend, and uh, I don't know if it lived up to that title. It was it was decent, I think, but super wild. I don't know. Well, today we have me and uh, we have Carrie. So that's right. If you're doing the math, this is the first episode where it's just me and Carrie on the pod, and we're yes, continuing sir. the legacy of having to do different combinations every week for the past two months. Truly phenomenal. <laughs> Any opening thoughts you have, Gary? Yeah, like you said, not necessarily a super wild weekend, but a lot of good games, a lot of close games. So, so some good ones to watch, some good ones to discuss. Looking forward to it. Sure. Sure. I mean, let's just... Let's just get right into it, basically, going over what happened last week. And we're going to start with the AFC. So, Bengals-Raiders. I yep. We all picked the Bengals, except a niche. But <laughs> it actually ended up being closer than we all thought it would be. Like, that was one of my bigger surprises of Wild Card Weekend. True. Yeah, it, it was a close game. Raiders had a chance up until basically the very last play. But uh, if you guys remember Anish's take last week, just want to point out that Anish was saying not only that the Raiders would win, but that they would win handily. And uh, me, Rob, and Alex all said that it would be the other way around. Well, no one was right in terms of it being a blowout, but the Bengals did get the win, which... I wasn't super surprised by uh, given Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow were doing their thing. So, Yeah. I saw a stat today. It's actually mind-blowing. So since 2020, um, there are four receivers with at least five uh, uh, plus 50-yard receptions. Um, one of them's Darnell Mooney. One of them's Debo Samuel. I forget who the third guy is, but then the fourth guy is uh, Jamar Chase, and he's the only rookie in the group, and he has more than the rest. He has six 50-yard-plus receptions, and that's compared to people that had a whole extra year of data on him. Truly insane. Yeah, he's got some crazy stats, even with like his receiving yards or two. Pretty remarkable Like in his first two years. He's... He's going his up first, against his first one his year. First year, yeah. Justin Jefferson is the, the year above him. Also LSU. He's had two years and he's setting the records. But Jamar Chase is going to be hot on his tail next year for, for sure. Opening I mean, two years yards. He got a vote for the All Pro team, and I mean, I respect it. I I don't think, I mean, I would never have considered him in my top three, but he's really close. Um, I think. I actually have a little bit of salt with that whole competition just because, I don't know, I, I, I think like that Justin Jefferson's a better pure wide receiver than Debo Samuel, so it's a question of when we're rewarding all pro first team to a receiver, are we talking about their abilities as a wide receiver alone or just like who they are and the, like, the position they generally line up with and the value they bring? Yeah, true. It's a bit of a weird one. I mean, it's not quite Cordell Patterson level, where it's just literally. Well, like, no. What is he? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, Debo runs a lot of sweeps and stuff, which I mean, 
he's definitely a receiver. He plays he gets a lot of rush yards, but he is a receiver. And he gets a lot of rushing touchdowns. Yes. Remember does. that for me. <laughs> okay, um we'll get into it later, but uh Alex I, I just refer to myself in the third person. I just had nice. a truly big baller bet, carry approved. Yes, this was an actual big baller per- bet. Pertaining to Debo Samuel, and we'll bring it up later. But yeah. Whew. Uh, as for this game, though, I think the most talked about play, I guess besides maybe the pick at the end, I'm sure even that wasn't the most talked about. The most talked about one was definitely... Uh, the whistle during the touchdown oh, pass. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. But it was also like, did anything really happen there? Like, they blew the whistle. They definitely shouldn't have blown the whistle. And then they're like, oh yeah, uh, we accidentally blew the whistle. But uh, no, we didn't. It was after the play was over. Even though it wasn't actually after the play was over. But they were kind Correct. of just like, yeah. Even though technically, since we blew a whistle during the play we should make them replay this like the Bengals will literally kill us because it would have been completely unfair because I don't think the whistle affected the play like it was late enough that it seemed like it was a touchdown either way so they shouldn't have reversed it like everything went fine like no no one really got robbed I don't think the Raiders can claim like we lost this game because of that like it was going to be a touchdown however the refs definitely made a big mistake and they won't be doing any more playoff games apparently that crew wait really yeah that crew is not going to be in the playoffs anymore <laughs> nice it would have been nice if tony corrente got that treatment for doing Cassius marsh dirty but it is what it is rob and i and also i mean just all of us in our group chat we talk about these refs having too much power and uh, as obvious as that is it's just you can't Go without mentioning it because you wish you could watch football and pretend they weren't there, but they keep shoving their noses into things and putting their faces on the screen. Like, I can't avoid them even if I wanted to. Yeah, it feels like it's been bad this year with some of just the new NFL's rules that they're pushing. Like, there's always some bad calls here and there. They do what they can to, like, get a better replay technology, and that has been improving in that area. Like, they're starting to make some plays reviewable that weren't or they'll expedite reviews which is really nice but then there's these other plays where it's like this is not a reviewable play um why why not (laughs) like just make most stuff reviewable there's no reason to now that we have like the technology yeah yeah. literally why can't a play be reviewable uh because tradition um yeah okay like i forget what play it was the uh, it was a fumble during the cowboys game right there was like some crazy ridiculous fumble that couldn't get reviewed well no it's because uh, mccarthy couldn't challenge it and it wasn't reviewable something like that you know remember i'm talking about yeah it wasn't it like they didn't want it to be it was a weird scenario right where like it wasn't called a fumble but it almost would have been better if they did or something am i thinking of the right thing um no you're i think you're thinking about the the rams cards game when uh, um, Sean McVay challenged to make it an incomplete pass instead of a fumble. Uh, okay. All right, we'll fill everyone in on the Cowboys then. I mean, I honestly don't even remember that, but 
but basically just that there was a play um Cowboys against the Niners that couldn't be reviewable for some reason. And I, I don't really remember the specifics of it. Um, okay, so it was a, a George Kittle. It looked like it was a fumble, but it uh, wasn't considered a fumble, actually. Oh, I know what you're talking about, I think. Like, yeah. It should have been a fumble, mm-hmm. right? Right. But they called it not a fumble or like forward progress. Yeah, exactly. And McCarthy, weird. McCarthy didn't, wasn't able to, McCarthy was out of timeout. So he couldn't challenge it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, there's pretty sure that there's weird was, stuff yeah. like that all the time, but just, just like, uh, like they should fix those rules. But more to me, annoying has been like the tauntings and the roughings, like the kind of subjective calls where they're like 15 yard penalty, automatic first down completely changes the outcome of the game. You hate to see oh, that. Oh, for sure. I mean, one thing is roughing the passer because they want to protect QBs. And like, but you obviously put way too much power in the offensive. It's basically like, okay, you can't ever hit the QB. That's really what the ruling is like. And I know terrible injuries have happened to QBs historically that they want to prevent. Um, so it's like when it's egregious, but it's subjective to say when something crosses the line or when it doesn't. And then with, with the taunting, obviously, I just think it's a stupid rule because I don't think people should really be punished for saying things. Like if the point is to prevent fights from happening, just punish the fights heavily. Don't punish like cheers or like staring at the sideline. Yeah, that that was the the peak of <laughs> the worst taunting call. But yeah, the taunting's gotten a little bit out of hand or at least seems like it should be less of a penalty or I, I don't know. They need to tone it down. That's for sure. That's for them to figure out how, but I mean, I think yeah. it shouldn't I don't think it should affect game outcomes. Like Maybe heavily fine players if you want, but it shouldn't True. affect yeah, the be football. Better. Yeah. It is what it is. But going back to that Raiders game, it, that one play kind of captured well, that one play was it was a really just forgetting about the whistle. That was an amazing pass by Burrow. Yeah, that was crazy. I he, did not he, think he was gonna make that. Yeah, he has fully recovered from his injury and then some. He's matured greatly, and these Bengals are terrifying. Yeah, Bengals are a force to be reckoned with, <laughs> for sure. I actually put a bet on them back in October on plus 2,000 odds that they'd win the conference championships, and now that's looking a lot nicer than it was back in October. So that they'll make it to the Super Bowl? I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying I put uh, I put money on that happening, and I'm just saying that I think that the, the, the conference. The, 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 I mean, that's by definition the oh, same. Oh, that's thing. your bet. Okay, I thought it was the bet, but not just on a whim because I had a feeling that they had a better than plus two thousand chance, and I ended up being correct. I don't think the bet will work out. I don't have them winning the conference, but. I, I still think it was a good bet at the time. But yeah, they're scary, but I got to give respect to the Raiders. They they tried, they tried hard and they kept it close when I never gave them 
the thought that it would be a close game. Yeah, no, the the Raiders, I mean, they were the underdog coming in. They've dealt with a lot this season. The coach, the DUI, <laughs> it's been a lot for them. I, I do think maybe they were a little outmatched, but they still fought really hard to get into the playoffs, and they kept it close. They'll be interesting to watch again next season, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, should we talk about uh, Bill's Patriots? Almost. I just want to talk briefly about the storyline of the next coach in Las Vegas, because a lot of people don't think Rich Versace is here to stay. Um, You've heard the rumors that uh, Harbaugh's tied to them, right? He has been tied to a lot of teams, sure. But I heard particularly that they like that because... He didn't want like a, a prospect QB because Derek Carr is, is a good has been tied to um, a lot of places. And also the sure. franchise <laughs> is willing to give good control to GMs and, and coaches as we saw back with John Gruden. I don't know. Um, I do know that Rich Bisaccia, he actually wrote handwritten uh, cards to all of his players, thanking them for their hard work this season after the loss. Like, he is an amazing character coach as far as I'm concerned. He was, in the John, he was in the John Gruden system all this time, and he probably never thought he'd get a chance to be a head coach. And he probably thinks it's yeah. his going to be his first and only rodeo, but I, I definitely respect him. Yeah, I mean, he went 10-7. and seven. I, I feel like yeah, the Raiders should not be like, complaining. They might stick with him. They went we'll see. I'm, I'm sure he'll at least be in the running yeah. when they're discussing new Bill's candidates. Patriots. So, see, he's done a good job. Um, I guess I'm a fan of the Bills. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I actually kind of like... Yes. Mac Jones too. So I mean, I <laughs> I thought this would be a good game. football game. Well, Unfortunately, on who you're a fan I was of. I think I was wrong in that assessment. This was a lot less entertaining at the end of the day than I hoped it would be. Yeah, I mean, we both did pick the Bills to win. So, uh, kind of what we expected, but like you said, I did not expect the Bills to win by that much. That was for sure surprising. 
No, it wasn't Patriots five drives. Team and they was did it get five? Blown out, but the Bills. I remembered that five drives. On seven. Offense, it was seven consecutive drives with touchdowns. All Literally, five touchdowns. First seven first drives, all touchdowns. Ever happened. Never happened before. Like, probably, well, not probably, but good chance it doesn't happen uh, ever no, again. No, sorry. I think seven. Yeah, seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's. That that's Ewan Madden playing the Chicago Bears with DJ yeah. Moore. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty insane. Seven drives, seven touchdowns. DJ Moore guy, uh, NFL record by the way, guys. That's three hundred fifty-three <laughs> receiving yards and six touchdowns. I believe it was. <laughs> it's me and Madden against the Bears. <laughs> yeah, and you just had to, you just had to be against the Bears, though. It's like you specifically wanted to hurt me. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. We don't <laughs> have a secondary. I don't blame game. you. Please tell me it was at least on the last that didn't happen in real life. <laughs> what? No. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nope. All Madden. <laughs> all Madden. <sighs> <laughs> 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 Anyways, back to real but football. To be fair, the, uh, the teams aren't you know, exactly this, accurate. This was, my my Panthers <laughs> team is and, a little and bit Rob updated. picking the Patriots. <laughs> Anyways, though, uh, back to real football. Yeah, I mean, we uh, thought it would be closer than the other game. Back to Anish is so far over two, right? Incorrectly, he yeah. called the Raiders <laughs> and he called the Patriots. Oh yeah, and Rob. Um, yeah. Uh, that was wrong, Anish. I, I don't know what to tell you there. I didn't think they... I thought they'd keep it interesting. Yeah. yeah. But again, that didn't happen. Yeah. I actually, for like a second, almost thought about going to that game. Because, as you know, I'm in New York <laughs> now. And I don't I don't really understand New York geography. So I was thinking... I just saw like that Buffalo... It is, okay? It's a six-hour drive to Buffalo. All I know is that I saw that there were playoff <laughs> tickets to that game for like 50 bucks. And I was thinking, well, shit, that's a good deal. Um, but yeah, I didn't consider any of the practical implications of it, yeah. just that it was that's a good fun. price. I obviously didn't go because it's true. true. And it's nice to watch it on my, my screen in my apartment for not free, but no additional money in the comfort You'll of my own home, snuggling with my dog. Like, I... True. I mean, that's why it was so cheap for a playoff game. I mean, yeah. I already went to a game this year. I went to the Bears game against the Ravens with Rob, and yeah. I mean, I really appreciate that because it was Especially like given uh, the it was like weather. a novelty experience. But I, I just being home is just so comfortable. Like, I don't think I'll go to sports games in person that often just because of how immersive television is for me. Yeah, it is nice. If you have a good atmosphere, <laughs> that's a good it's one. It's fun to have good like, stuff. everyone cheering. It was the you, worst defeat in Bill Belichick's. I don't know what nice did they say it was postseason career or just his entire <laughs> the Patriots career. Will be doing it was definitely one of the of worst the games of his entire <laughs> career. That's all I know. I mean, Bill Belichick is Bill only. Yeah, um, I. 
last year though, or a year ago, or maybe two, the Bills, when they were still younger points. and still growing as a franchise, did Only the same thing though. Points, Sean McDermott, I really think, is starting to understand how to be the kryptonite to Bill Belichick. Granted, they didn't have Tom Brady either of those years. And Tom Brady, obviously, is the GOAT. So the, the, the paths just aren't the same without a star. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones is young, and actually we forgot to mention this. We talked about the Bills offense, but we didn't talk about how uh, Mac Jones struggled in that game. He struggled a lot. I don't remember the exact stats, but not his best day. Not a not a great playoff debut for him. Uh, but I'm sure he'll develop. But I do think that the Bills have uh, yeah. more of a stack. Um, I feel I felt very validated by my call for them to go all the way game, with that defense, game. But the Bills have both a good defense and a good offense. They are yeah. serious um, Super Bowl contender. I think yeah. That was wait. There's sorry. There's one more game in the. AFC. I just forgot it's even a game, yep, right? Same here. Steelers Chiefs. Like no one thought it was a game, but and and it wasn't. It was for a. Oh man, when I bought into Steelers that money Chiefs. line at minus two forty, Kansas City, that was a steal. <laughs> that was. A it steal. was for a quarter. For a quarter, it was a game. Good day for the pots. Uh. The next day was not. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to say about that Good game because I never thought the Steelers had a shot. Um, and I have yeah. no sympathy really but for anyways. Ben Roethlisberger. But I mean, yes, he's a legend. Okay, and he had a good, uh, he had a storied career, and now it's over. So, I mean. I guess that's that's a lot. It means a lot for the Pittsburgh, certainly. I don't know if it means that much for the NFL, but if they get like a star, like the rumors of him of Rogers going there, then they could be a very scary team again. That that would be surprising, but we'll see what happens in the off season. But yeah, I mean, the Steelers did have that defensive touchdown, TJ Watt. But I mean, even then, I don't think people really thought they had a chance. And then after that, right on cue, the Chiefs went on to uh, score a bunch of touchdowns, kind of awoke the sleeping beast. And yeah, I'm, I'm not sorry. Pretty lopsided. I'm I'm Some not garbage sorry time Steelers points fans. From the Steelers at the end, but yeah, Chiefs just I mean, clearly the more talented team I guess out there. I'll say this. Sorry Steelers. I'm fans. honestly almost happy but, yeah, that the refs not, not much to gave say the about Steelers the win <laughs> in Chicago on Monday night football. <laughs> because I can't think of a more embarrassing way for Big Ben's career to have ended probably. Actually, I take that back. Literally, the Browns' playoff games last year might have been more embarrassing. He's had two very bad final playoff games. But uh, in either case, I I also got to make good money on it, and I don't think I would have made nearly as much money if it was either the the Chargers or the Raiders facing the Chiefs. So thank you, Zebras. 
Thank you for making it yeah. fun for betting. Oh yeah. Just let's let's just move forward to Bucks Eagles. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Anything else on that one, or should we go on to Bucks Eagles? Sounds good. Well, this was uh, this game went pretty much according to script. I mean, the Eagles kind of tried to stay in it for a while, but Bucks pretty much led the whole way. Like it was kind of close up until half, and then at the end of the half, Eagles kind of had a chance to get back in it, but Jalen Hurts threw a interception in the end zone. He was late on a lot of throws. Uh, just kind of some yeah. hesitation, some playoff jitters from him. Like he would have an open read. He'd wait a second too long to throw it, and then it wouldn't be open by the time he did throw it. That's what happened on that interception. I mean, should have been a touchdown. If he threw it sure, early. I guess. But as Giants yeah, fan, I, mean, I was happy this is to definitely see one I'll, lose. I'll happily eat pro on. I called it Tom not because like, I thought really it really worked. was going to happen, but I thought it was more likely for them to win than like it seemed like the media was suggesting. I didn't think the game would be a cakewalk like it felt um, because I really thought Jalen Hurts uh, would have a better game out there. I thought that uh, he had developed nicely over the past, uh, the, the last half of the season. Um, their running game was good and uh, Miles Sanders was coming back. Um, their defense is all right, certainly, and because the Bucks are pretty de- depleted both on offense and defense, I thought the Eagles were to be able to take advantage of it. They couldn't, and uh, I'll definitely t- hap- I'll take the L on that one for sure. Uh, but uh, I I don't think this says much for the Bucks. Certainly, I don't think I I don't feel impressed at all by them winning. This is a game that if they if they if Yeah, I mean, it doesn't say much either way to me. Like, they beat a team they were expected to beat. Eagles maybe mostly that's just all it takes to threw, be good in the like, NFL, not make mistakes. The Eagles didn't really that's give why the Packers a chance. The Bucks also so didn't, good, like, make a ton of mistakes, mistakes or anything. They played a fine game, so it didn't reveal much about the Bucks, like you said. Yeah, I mean, you just have to do enough to get the win. Sure. You know, they didn't have to do anything crazy. You just got to do what you got to do. They said, okay, our team's good enough to beat yours with this strategy. <laughs> Let's make it happen. It was the Bill Belichick-Buffalo sure. winter game strategy, running the ball a billion times. Well, that, that's almost the opposite, saying my team isn't good enough to beat yours. However, due to this weather, we're going to win in this way. But, yeah, the, the Eagles, wow. I think – I mean, maybe. Oh, I'm not. I'm not a believer a in Hurts overall. The media too I just much, but was a believer time, for this game. I'm not a believer. Um, well, this is a big shocker coming yeah. from a Giants fan, but um, not a believer in Jalen Hurts. Nonetheless, Howie Roseman, <laughs> uh, the, like the, the, the beloved GM of the Philadelphia Eagles, has already said that Jalen Hurts has earned the starting QB role in 2022. So we shall see what happens. Right. Yeah, nope. I mean that's that's not too surprising. Those, those rumors like, actually were going about great, mid-season not, though when they were like, really slipping. Not bad enough, to, you know, to 
But yeah, I think the cream him out and for who? Like, I oh, guess so. But their team fun, should but... presumably <laughs> become a lot better now that they have three first round picks. <laughs> yeah, so we get to watch Jalen Hurts another year. That is three more first round picks than my team has. I mean, yes. You have our sure, yeah, sure, sure. Unfortunately, but true. We thank you for taking time. Kadarius Tony when you could have taken someone better. <laughs> yes, the Giants. And at the that. same time, if Justin Fields pans out, you know, obviously I'm happy to get rid of some picks if we finally have a franchise QB. I sure. <laughs> We weren't going to take QB there, so you guys got Justin Fields. It's a solid pick. Kadarius, Tony, I mean, it hasn't been great yet. We'll see. Mm. But anyways. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. The Bucks, Interesting. Uh, in other news, they did get some players back, I think. I think Fernet is coming back, and Levante David, and Giovanni Bernard, all off of injured reserve slash COVID. It's hard to keep track of which is which, yeah. but... That is I mean, potentially big, especially for now. They're going to beat the Rams. Levante they better David be fully well. healthy. I'll say that much. Uh, he's kind of Rams a forgotten phenomenal. star, but uh, like one of the best week. middle linebackers and, in the uh, So that's really Yeah, big. I think unless – let me check the order. Yeah, it's time to get into that game, I think. Um, yeah. Rams? Yep. Oh, sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. That goes first. My apologies. Uh, we'll, we'll save – We'll save that NFC West battle for just for a few more minutes. Cowboys and Niners, though. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles. Uh, you and I were both wrong Cowboys on this Cowboys and Niners one. was You first. and I both went chalk. We both went Cowboys. And for me, it's just as simple as this. I assume that teams are playing at their ceiling come playoff time. Yeah. And I definitely think the Cowboys have the higher ceiling than the Niners, but... We should have known that uh, McCarthy was gonna run a yeah, run exactly. a choke job. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's very well put. I mean, the, the there's no they were almost, better. They were almost all pre-snap. They were almost all pre-snap. They're just the undisciplined. Just destroyed themselves with penalties. Like so many time after time again, and it was a close game. Those penalties clearly made a difference. Whether it's McCarthy's fault or the players' fault, hard to say. Yeah, yeah. a lot of pre-snap. Uh, clearly, yeah. Whether it's so many uh, false starts, I mean, it has offsides. to be a culture oh thing. Oh my god! Like, if it, penalties absurd. like that are it line so up in the neutral zone, like, clearly there's play. a lack of discipline within the organization. I'd say, and uh, Mike McCarthy is apparently staying. So I, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, is a win enough, though, when you have a roster it's, like that? I mean, that's not that surprising to me. They they had a, a winning season, a great regular season. I mean, it's, it's hard that's to say. If, if he had had a couple more years, maybe they'd kick him, but... I think they they got to give them at yeah. least one more. Like just coming from the Giants, I think that's fair. I definitely Giants think fan, you know, you know like coaches good coaches are hard to, to come by. So 
their system. I think it pays to everything around give them. people a, a bit of a uh, chance before you go and, and try to get I, a new one. They, they definitely had good enough finish that you don't uh, move on from McCarthy yet. I just think that uh, he has shown many flaws, and I don't think he's going to be very long-lasting in Dallas. Um, I saw a great meme that said that uh, Mike McCarthy is now 3-0 and against the Cowboys in the playoffs after that game. Yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah, I saw it too. <laughs> yeah, but it's hard for me to tell. Like, on the one hand, there's an argument that, like, penalties are very much coaching because you just need to teach players discipline. And then mm-hmm. there's also an argument that's like, penalties are the one thing the coach can't control because it's just like players doing yeah. dumb things that they're not supposed to do. Yeah. Like, you can control the plays. Yeah, I'll just say ultimately, my, my take is you that can't control any individual penalty is like an individual player's so I, fault. It's hard to know. But like when you have ubiquitous penalties uh, left and right across the entire O-line and across the entire D-line, that is a culture thing. That is a coaching thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't. Yeah, the pre-snap penalties. Wait, we do. Definitely seems like they. What happened? Was it remind? We're not forgetting about my bed, but remind me, what was the last play of that game again? We have to talk also about the last play. Don't worry, I haven't forgotten about your bet. I I haven't forgotten about your bet. So this is the one everyone's talking about. Uh, Cowboys, like, uh, I mean, so we should probably even back up. The the Niners have it. Like, Why a quotation? takes on end Why around on third and 10. It looks like he had the first down, but uh, they reviewed it. He was inches short. Then a false start, in quotation marks, penalty on the Niners. They punted away. Cowboys, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it was, it was a little bit of a questionable false start. Barely a false start, but given that the Cowboys had so many penalties, we'll let it slide. Uh, but so they punted away. Cowboys driving down the field, looking pretty good. But of course, short on time, no timeouts. So Dak, with like maybe 20 seconds left, uh, takes on a QB draw, but goes 17 yards, gets to around like the 15 or something. And then he's frantically trying to like get everyone in position, spike the ball. But uh, so he gives it to the center and then the ref's running in, like slams into him. And everyone watching it is like, whoa, like, what's this? Like, he just slammed into him. He couldn't get the ball snapped because the ref slammed into him. But it was because the ref had to touch the ball. He had to spot it. Like, they spotted their own ball, which obviously you can't do. You can't, you know, you can't decide where the ball is. You could put it wherever you want. So the ref's got to touch it, technically spot it. Uh, But so they should have given it to the ref. Uh, and let him spot it, and then maybe they could have gotten a spike off and had another chance to make a play. Final thing I'll say, though, I mean, is sure, but even if they get that spike off, they have you'd one think play that most of, of an offense <laughs> that mean, are capable of doing that. You're still got the Cowboys' like offense 10, should be one of them, whatever percent sure. chance. It's a very low uh, chance you're going to convert one play, but of course they're going to be outraged. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh the, the refs did not steal it. That, that's definitely another culture yeah. thing. It's like 
clearly you guys don't oh, for sure but uh your two it's a little rich anyone who's saying that the ref stole it which i mean but, it's the Cowboys yeah so that was Christmas, uh, i think for quite a, a head scratcher yeah. and uh, it's always weird when you see a game that's like competitive end on the clock running out yeah but yeah going back to me and diva samuel Oh boy. <sighs> what was it? What was it? Ah, uh, yes. Sure. All right. Well, I'll. I put. I'll hand it uh, this was you. not a very <laughs> yeah. wise decision in a vacuum, probably. I will admit. However, now that I'm in New York and sports betting just got legalized here, I opened up a FanDuel Sportsbook account and they had a promo <laughs> for a risk free $1,000 bet. And. Uh, before anyone gives me flack, I know how it works. I know it's not like getting my money back. It's bonus, and then bonuses can only be used in certain situations. But either way, I was like, I'm a changed man. I'm an adult now. This is time to be a big baller and place a big baller bet. Because I need Carrie's approval in life more than I need anything else. So I put $1,000 on plus 230 odds for Debo Samuel to score a touchdown. And uh, let me tell you, folks, when I saw him sauntering past the defenders into the end zone, I screamed. I was thrilled with joy that I cannot possibly accurately describe for you. I truly had an insane gambling high, and I totally understand how people can become addicted to this shit. Bet, bet responsibly. Hey, Carrie, I already took the money out of the account and put it back into my bank. Okay? okay. Disclaimer, don't get addicted to gambling. For all you listeners out there and Alex. Oh, I, oh, oh <laughs> I was going to give you the credit, good sir. I was telling the group chat... You know, let's put money on the over. Good, and then Carrie said, also, why bet like the over? Just bet on Debo. For suggesting to and bet I on was Debo like, Samuel. <laughs> you're right. Karis and Ford's on to something. So I went for it. And uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you for that moment of wisdom in the brink of chaos for me. You, sir. I, I mean, like, it's not like you decided it for me, but... You were a great help, and uh, I truly commend your presence that day. Well, it's always so now. I so basic, yeah. Because of that bet, <laughs> I literally made a month's rent. So that's fucking awesome. Congrats! And on, uh, on I, I mean, I don't really have any other words for it. And uh, now I'm just getting back casually into sports betting again. I'm not placing any $1,000 bets again. Most of the bets I place are probably like $1 at this point. But I'll never forget making more than two racks. What a wonderful day that was. <laughs> uh, this is actually run by FanDuel. So FanDuel, please sponsor us. But really, any... Any money will be taken by us. I will take any money. 
You hear that lobbyist? You hear that sports betting industry? Give me all of your dark money. I don't care. I will continue (laughs) promoting sports betting because it's quite (laughs) fun. As long as you're responsible. (laughs) So, yeah. That's, that's, I guess we should. I, 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 I could go on for probably hours about gambling at this point. So yes, Indeed. let's All let's right. ring rein it in Should and go to Rams Cardinals. Talk Rams Cardinals. The that Final was game. not as good for gambling, to say the least. Uh, man, <laughs> addiction. Yes. <laughs> well, without getting into Alex's uh, gambling decisions on this game. Uh, yeah, Rams look dominant in this one. Cardinals look very, 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 very ugly. Cannot stress that enough. Kyler did not have a good playoff. Plenty of rushing yards. Debut. Even Stafford had uh, like way yeah, more good rushing yards. Than Rams look good. Stafford looked good. No interceptions. Uh, plenty of passing yards. I, yeah, Odell I think so. Good. The Rams running game looked good. And in yep. the first half, Odell. Yeah. Odell had more passing yards in the first <laughs> yeah, half. Yeah, Stafford than had Kyler his own did. chunk. I think maybe more than uh, Kyler. But yeah, I mean, so a lot of people, I guess, are not yep. surprised. Uh, or at least I wasn't. But Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, one big, okay. Uh, Let us not. But, yeah, I, I, I had the Rams winning, sir. I mean, Rams were Everyone favored, on this podcast opinion, had the Rams winning. By more, but. But to Hindsight's think that the Rams would win by 23? It's a divisional game. <laughs> and it looked like... I know that the cards had been off like for the end of the season. But they and the Rams always play hard against each other. And uh, they definitely looked like they were cleaning up their act a bit at the end of the season, I thought. So I thought that Kyler was ready for his A game. And instead... He brought his, what, his F game? I mean, he was so nervous and threw an absolutely atrocious pick six. Um, and uh, they couldn't get the running game really established. and But they still kept doing it, like, through the entire game. I just had so many questions about Kingsbury's play calling, whereas Sean McVay just looked like a genius the entire game. And then... Remember, I brought it up earlier when we were talking about fumbles. Literally, there was a fumble that was called, but McVeigh challenged it to be an incomplete pass because if he was correct, it pushed them back a few more yards. And he was right, and it was third and long, and the cards were shitting themselves. And Sean McVeigh was feasting on their fear. It was a. F- I I kind of I like the Rams a lot, uh. So I do want to say I I enjoyed it, except <laughs> that I really thought that the Cards would put up more of a fight because we all know how good they were at the start of the season. I really thought that those Cardinals would come to play this playoff game because it's the playoffs. You gotta play your ceiling, right? Yeah, I know. Ram or Cards are are not a bad team. So don't get me wrong when I say that but 
Yeah. I mean, Cards are not a bad team. However, I, I would argue that they have a, uh, a higher floor than the ceiling, or at least lately, but the streak they're on. Whereas Rams are, are pretty solid, especially when they play to their full potential. They just have so many stars on that team. But yeah, we'll we'll be in for a good one uh, when the Rams and Bucks play this weekend. I have the Bucks winning that, but that's uh that's really a toss up for me personally. All right. So speaking of next week's games. Should we dive into those or anything else to add on that final Monday night game there? Mm. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about that because I disagree. So, but before, I mean, let's just follow the order that we were going before AFC, then NFC. I'm ready to go straight into the predictions if you are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Titans, Bengals. I got Bengals. I've got Titans, but I mean, this is also going to be a close one. And me making my bracket, just well, without taking into account anything of last week, of course, all of this is not taking into account the, the wild card. But uh, I think it was okay, Bengals, yeah, they could win this game. But then I remembered Titans are going to have Derrick Henry back, and that swayed me. Because just thinking back to like how dominant the Titans were in the early season with Derrick Henry, like. They're, like, they're a different team when they have that running game going. And even without Derrick Henry, like they've been pretty solid. Like They're the number one seed in the AFC. So if they get that far without Derrick Henry, like with him back, I mean, this Bengals team is for sure dangerous. It's going to be a good game. But uh, I had to go Titans. I mean, that's fair. But ultimately, I'd say that uh, the Titans did most of their damage in their winning when Henry was around. So... I don't think that they really were that good without him. They recently finally established a rhythm with uh, A.J. Brown after he came back. Um, but ultimately, for me, the reason I'm sticking with the Bengals is just because of how powerful their offense is. And the Titans do not have a good secondary, which is exactly what Burrow should be able to exploit. Yeah, that's fair. This might be a high-scoring game for sure. Bengals yeah, offense. maybe we, I mean, we, both should, are we, offensive should, we should teams. We, we should bet the pot on the over. <laughs> yeah, over is not a bad bet here. Although there might be people thinking the same as us, over might be pretty high on this one. That's true. That's true. But if the Steelers game hits sixty three, I mean, I really feel like this one should be this one. This one should be fire. Who knows? True. Um, true. Um, yeah. It's tough to say exactly who uh, Rob and Anish would predict because neither of them had a Titans-Bengals matchup. Um, because they both uh, picked the Patriots to win, the Bengals ended up, f- would have been facing the Chiefs in Rob's case or in Anisha's case, they wouldn't be in the playoffs because the Raiders would yeah. beat them. So, yeah. I mean, Anish does have the Titans winning against the Patriots, so he he picked the Titans for what it's worth, although not specifically against the Bengals. Yeah, and he has the, in Rob's same situation, has the Titans over the Patriots. And he also had the Chiefs over the Bengals if they faced. So, yeah, I think it's safe to say neither of them would think that the Bengals would win. But Rob is a diehard Ravens fan, and 
that's part of the way, quote unquote, that I have not adopted as a secondary Ravens fan. I have no reason to hate the Bengals. They're young. They're they're brash. Uh, they're they're hardworking. Uh, they're fun to watch. I, they're fun to watch. They're the exact opposite of what the Steelers are. So I I I can't resonate with yeah. his dislike a good fan for them too. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, I I really like. It's I mean like they they're a pretty young franchise in a way and, and they they've always been around like kind of competitive but you know never like really punching into the top caliber except in the 80s when uh, Boomer took them to the Super Bowl twice either way yeah. I I'm really happy for them that they had their first playoff win in more than 30 years and uh, I think they're going to get a second one on Saturday who knows they certainly though? might I mean, they could, like, they're a Super Bowl contender too. Everyone is at this point, but like, it's certainly within the realm of possibility. They'll be going for it. Sure, sure. All right, Bills, Chiefs. You and I both take Bills. Um, Anish and Rob both don't have the Bills in this round, so I guess they take. But the they Chiefs. did pick Chiefs. Yeah, everyone picked Chiefs. Or no, sorry, they picked Chiefs. We picked Bills. So. Let's. I think we're going to be right again, uh, but let me play devil's <laughs> yeah. advocate for them, just because you know, it's some like Mahomes is the young goat. I mean, he can make magic out of thin air, and even if on paper the Bills should win, uh, in my opinion, uh, once Kelsey and Tyreek, Mahomes can do anything. Yeah, I mean, the same is kind of true for Josh Allen, though. Both quarterbacks are pretty similar, like, kind of magician style. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I don't know if I'd Mahomes say... More. Mahomes more. Sure, okay, okay, okay. But, Definitely yeah, more for Mahomes. Josh, but Josh, Josh Allen is developing into that. He's developed because, like, now he's making guys like Isaiah McKenzie pop off. <laughs> and and uh, Dawson Knox. Gabriel... Okay, Dawson Knox is good. Dawson Knox is good. Yeah, he's good. good. I'm not saying he's not good, but... My spatula uh, <laughs> disapproves of you. <laughs> yeah, but no, just with like the magic thing, like that insane play with like Josh Allen was like he he actually admitted uh, later like he was trying to just throw it away out of the back of the end zone, and, but he put it in a decent spot, and Dawson Knox went up and got it for a touchdown. Like <laughs> that, that was a that's pretty crazy, like a Mahomes esque play. So yeah, that was whoa. that was that was that was pretty goaded pretty cracked i'll gotta admit that and i actually have a bet on dawson knox scoring another touchdown pretty much based on that play alone i think that there's going to be some magic again in bill's chiefs and i definitely think even if the bills have a great defense and the chiefs have a good defense this is still going to be a high scoring rumble in my opinion yeah, that's that's a solid bet. I mean, both good offenses, also of course both good defenses. But like, I mean, I'm sure there'll be some points scored. Sure, yeah, we'll we'll see. Like, this is a it's a really hard one to know what's going to happen. And the this matchups happened before. I think, uh, like some some previous playoff matches the past mm-hmm. two years. I don't remember exactly when, but uh, the the Chiefs got it done last time. I think beating the Bills, but we'll see if the Bills can avenge that this time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me that like ultimately the tiebreaker on this, even if Arrowhead is home field now, so 
the Chiefs have the advantage there. I think the tiebreaker for me, why I feel good about the Bills over the Chiefs, is that they really finally developed their running game. And uh, yeah. their offense is actually less one-dimensional than the Chiefs is now, even though mm-hmm. I actually was complaining like half a season ago that uh, the Bills were one-dimensional with their passing game. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's fair. All right. Let's move on to the NFC. Yep. We got Packers, Niners. So, I mean, so this is like the biggest seeding difference because it was pretty much chalk the first round except for uh, Niners beating Cowboys. So we've got the one-seed Packers against the six-seed Niners. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't know what the exact odds on this are, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, this had the highest spread of any of the four games, personally. Uh, uh, that doesn't mean it's not going to be close, mm-hmm. but just given the seeding uh, and how dominant the Packers were, yeah. So I mean, I have Packers winning this one. Yeah. So Anish has Packers winning this one. Rob has the Niners winning this one. That's interesting because he called this matchup and he still said Niners are going to take it. I didn't think this matchup would happen. I mean, neither did you because you and I both thought that Dallas would win. But uh, I I mean, I called the Packers to make it past this round. But I honestly, I, I think I made a different bracket. Like, I have two brackets in the pool, and in that bracket, I actually had the the Niners facing the Packers and the Niners winning. So I think I'm going to stick with that, that the Niners are going to beat the Packers because of the the advantage they have on the run game. I think it's just a good matchup. The big question for me is certainly that will they be able to have as prolific of a run game when uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is somewhat injured and is going to be limited in the passing game? So the Packers can just stack the box, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely going to play a role. Be interesting to see. Like I, I've heard that he's going to play. I think it's like pretty much confirmed he's going to play. Or that's what's expected. But he's not going to be 100% is what I've heard. So we'll see exactly what percentage he is and how it impacts the game. Yeah. But uh, another thing to consider is at Lambeau, which is one of the pretty impactful home field advantages for the Packers. I'm, I'm <laughs> Alex is shaking his head, disagreeing with me. I'm not uh, disagreeing. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a <laughs> okay, Bears fan. A I get it. I, it's a reluctant it, agreement <laughs> because I hate the Packers, but you're correct. Yeah. So that's significant. I do think. Uh, and the Cowboys kind of shot themselves in the foot, played bad. I don't think that the Packers are going to make that same mistake. Uh, their defense is a little weaker, yes, but their offense is much stronger. At least if they, unless they, you know, destroy themselves like the Cowboys did, because the Cowboys also have a good offense. But uh, the Packers arguably more consistent, and yeah, they're sure. pretty healthy. So, yeah, yeah, I totally get it. Um, I mean, the only thing really besides the running matchup, I would say, is that. Interestingly enough, when it's good to have the bye because you make it further in, but oftentimes teams start off rusty, like when they had a whole week off. And that's, I think, part of why Rodgers like, played even a single snap against the Lions. 
uh, before yeah. the the wild card weekend. But they're, I think they're going to be rusty again. I'm not saying it's going to be like week one, 38 to three Saints rusty. Uh, but I think there's a decent chance that they don't get the ball rolling right away. And I think the Niners are a team that is built to get early leads. And if they can do that, then it might be a, quite a challenge. Not quite a challenge, but definitely a challenge for Rodgers to keep up. But then again, we yep. know what he can do. Literally this season. The Niners were up, um, I think it was, what, 27 to 26? And then with 27 seconds left and some timeouts, they just That's didn't right. defend yeah, Devontae and got the amazing Crosby field goal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it could end like Adams that again. just went crazy. Like, they couldn't cover Devontae Adams. Their defense was worse then, though. Their defense was yeah. worse then. So that's why I think yeah. that's a game changer. And I think uh, Shanahan has some... Shanahanigans up his sleeve. We'll see what but happens. But back to what you said, I, I like your point that the early game is going to be important to watch, like with the Niners potentially getting off the early lead. Like, So if the Packers come out a little rusty, it, maybe it'll take them a quarter to get past that. Almost kind of like what we saw with the Chiefs. It was a little slow first quarter. Once they got rolling, they were really dominant. So if the Niners can get off to some momentum at the start, then maybe like they'll really have a chance in this one. If not, though, like and the Niners get a slow start on offense, it's a slow game all around. Then, like the, I think that will favor the Packers. And just in terms of you know the, does it make rust or does it give you extra time to heal? I do think those two factors in terms of a buy should, in theory, balance out being a little uh, better rested versus maybe a little rusty. But we'll see. I mean, I think ultimately. It's it definitely benefits more than it hurts because rest is more important. Yeah. But you know, it's just I I it's a trend we notice sometimes, and yeah, uh, yeah it'll be. I still think it'll be a good game for sure. I think all yeah. of these games are going to be good games, and that takes us to our last one, which is Bucks Rams. You and I are split on this one again. I got the Rams. Yeah, so I mean, in my bracket, I had Bucks Cowboys, which so I, I this is harder than it for me. Bucks beating the Cowboys would be something I'm a lot more confident in than uh, Bucks beating the Rams. Well, I mean, so I I have the Bucks, not necessarily mm-hmm. in this matchup. Uh, I did have the Packers beating the Rams though, for what that's worth. However, as the bracket actually turned out, it's Packers Niners which I feel mm-hmm. more confident in the Packers to win, but consequently less confident in the Bucks. I do still think the Bucks can pull this out just because Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He is clutch enough. And like, despite some of the injuries the Bucks have had, they are getting some people back, as we mentioned before. I mean, AB's gone. Chris Godwin's gone. Sure, that hurts. But the Bucks, like that, those aren't their only weapons. Tom Brady's so great. They're getting Fournette back. They have Gronk. They have Mike Evans. Everyone forgets Mike Evans who went off against the Eagles. Um, like, yeah, this is going to be a really close, a, a really good game. Matthew Stafford getting his second start. Like, now we're really going to see what he can do. Like, if he can keep playing with this pressure, how he handles that against arguably a better team than the Cardinals, who uh, were the flip side of not handling the pressure well. Yeah, I don't think it's much of an argument. I don't think you're going to... Hear many people saying, "No, the cards are better than the Bucks." 
but uh, I definitely think the Rams are just uh, better all around. And I think that uh, it'll be a good match no matter what. But uh, uh, even if the, the Bucks are coming back to near full strength, I just don't think it's going to be enough. Earlier in the year, uh, the Rams beat the Bucks, And, uh, you know, sometimes teams flip the switch because they lost, so they know how to correct. But that's general. But I don't think, I think the Bucks and the, I think the Ram, Bucks and Rams are equally well coached or Rams are better coached, if anything. So I don't think that the Bucks are going to adjust and play the better game this time around. I, I, I just really like these Rams, and I, I thought that they would beat the Bucks either way, but after seeing them destroy the cards, I only feel more confident now. <laughs> well, that's interesting, considering I, I was confident that they would uh, handle the cards, but still like the Bucks over them, or at least like the Packers and Bucks collectively over them. But yeah, they they did lose to the Rams earlier in the season. That is a good point. It was really early season, though. There have been some injuries on both sides since then. Robert Woods, he's been out for a while now, but worth mentioning. Like you've got Chris Godwin gone on the other side. You got Robert Woods gone. They replaced him with Odell. But I mean, it's Odell's great. Same. But at the but same Odell time, is quite good. <laughs> he's. Yeah, I would still say it's a downgrade at this stage over Robert Woods just because he knew the offense better. Sure. I don't know. To me, Odell, like, fun to watch. Great personality in a way, but, like, it's a lot into his personality. It almost feels mm-hmm. like the Rams are like, all right, we better give Odell this touchdown or he's going to be mad. Like, <laughs> we're, like, we don't have to throw it to him during the drive, but Stafford, once we're in the red zone, you're throwing it to Odell so that he doesn't, you know, like post a video of you on social media, quit the well, team. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's like that serious. I think it was like kind of joking. It's like, let Odell score a passing touchdown and he'll love you for a month, man. <laughs> yeah, no, That's... I'm mostly joking. I mean, I, it's, it's a fair point. I, I do think Odell has simmered down his drama, but it could flare up. Who knows? All I know is that he's probably happy to be winning, so I would shut up if I were in his shoes. And uh, <laughs> uh, also, uh, Sony Michelle is more integrated into the offense now because obviously back when they first played, it was the Daryl Henderson show. But because yeah. Sony is better schemed, at least as you like to say pretty much Actually, every week. It... I think if... It was that the game where Henderson got injured? Yeah, but he was he was out. Okay, so he was hurt, but like it was that was handcuffed Sony. That wasn't like all yeah, right, yeah, yeah. we've given the keys to Sony. Yeah. Well, now they're a little different too. So they, and different. now they have Cam. So who knows what's going to happen? I, I just think that the Rams have more options, so that's why yeah. the Bucks won't be able to stop them at the but end. But also the on the flip side, like to the same point the Bucks at that point like I think they relied a lot on Giovanni Bernard in that game and stuff and like maybe even Rojo to a point like I feel like that was the turning point where they kind of were like all right screw you Ronald Jones like uh, you're not it but now like they're they've really been rolling since that game with Fournette uh they didn't really have that run game going as well then so that's something to to keep an eye on too fair enough 
We'll Both just see if Fournette their running game. We'll see if Fournette can stick to his elite midseason form after coming off injury. It'll be tough, yeah. but I mean it's happened before; it can happen again. Yeah. All right. Uh, that just about does it, right? Yep. We we covered everything. So we covered uh, everything. All that's left is to see what actually happens and come back next week and report back with the conference championships at the ready. Pretty much. That'll be a good one. All right. Thanks for coming in, Carrie. It's good yeah, to have thanks you. Thanks for having me. All right. Peace out, guys. <laughs>